Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the best of MCMI Radio. Real hip hop, real talk. MCMI, Are we on the air? Yes, sir. We are on the air. Is that what they say on the radio still? Are we on the air? Or do they say, are we online? Are we online? Are we. Do we have Wi Fi? I don't know. Whatever you yeah. call it. Are we live? What's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> of course we're live. <laughs> so it's MCMI Radio 5 is my guess. Sir, Friday night. MCMI. It's on us to make sure that, that you know, the generations after us know. You know what I'm saying? Because it is what it is. Right. It, it is what it is. Right. It is right. right. MCMI Radio. Real hip hop, real talk. Once again, this is the best of MCMI Radio. We are not live, so do not call us this week. Please hang up and try your call again. Please hang up. This is a recording. Son of a bitch! bitch. Asshole. You bitch! I'm calling you an asshole because that's what you are an asshole. We will be back live again next week, Fridays, mcmireport.com. Oh, baby, it's been so long. Yeah. Long. True.
Why you gotta lie? You don't even know the difference between a shoddy and a rifle. You don't know my pigs and all their unnecessary roughness. You stay with pigeons, doing mad unnecessary bum shit. Dumb shit. We just laugh at you, Junior. Stupid. You think a Mac is an Apple computer. But on all your tracks, you're a shooter. Swear you really kill. I ain't got enough middle fingers to tell you how I really feel. We running the spot balls and the hooks drop, nigga. He lies a lie. We murder your whole block, nigga. He rockin' now. We just to make it pop, nigga. You better stop. The underground rock, nigga. We running the spot balls and the hooks drop, nigga. He lies a lie. We murder your whole block, nigga. He rockin' now. We just to make it pop, nigga. You better stop, nigga. What? DCM. It's a lie. The ill diabolical fiendish mad scientist, killer cartel ruler, land with an iron fist. Rusty jokes, I'll be spitting that Body new rappers, homie, watch who you getting that Rack, your ball cap snap back I'll hit you with the black till your cap snap back Further, knocking on them pearly gates I'm organizing late sooner, losing early weight For any hot stepper trying to dance with the devil Brave digger, stand over your corpse with a shovel Dropping dirt on it, fill it up and then I'm out They building something on the land, so now I gotta dig them out Hood fella, I rob for De Niro Too many lives lost for trying to be a hero My patience is zero, I'm keeping it a hundred Every time I had a fight in my life, I never fronted on the thrill Man, poor, night of the living dead, tombstone hop, hop Got a fright on my head, graveyard shit, Gotta keep the monsters fed, things that go bump in the night, fool Yeah, I'm the illest man, poor, night of the living dead, tombstone hop, hop Got a price on my head, graveyard shit, shit Gotta keep the monsters saying things that go bump in the night, fool Spit a murder verse, scary as Oscar 31st Housekeeping, street sweeping when doing my dirty work uh, Marijuana sparker, playing that drum like Travis Barker Fam, I will valet park you Take your keys and get that cake before you leave Gun talk, shooting the breeze I put a popper through your chopper, drop a hundred MCs Heart in below, but I spit the summer degree That Mac wind made a hat spin It's a million mad men in my trash bin when I bucket your fast I calm your front line, call it muscle relaxer. Results of my violence is silence. We all can sleep. Me home, you six feet deep. Well known heavy hitter, whoever wanted. Every time I step to the plate, I never run it. I'm the illest. Man, poor, poor, night of the living dead. Tombstone, hop, hop. Got a price on my head, graveyard, shit, shit. Gotta keep the monsters fed, things that go bump in the night, fool, yeah, I'm the illest man, war, war, night of the living dead, fool, so hot, hot, got a price on my head, graveyard, shit, shit, gotta keep the monsters fed, things that go bump in the night, fool, yeah, I'm a product of the projects, a menace to society, my conscience thinks progress, but my greed thinks follow me, give me that, run that, kill me or I come back, taking what I wanna take, homie, I'm a scumbag, so disrespectful, I know my parents taught me better than that, but can't keep me from my felony rap Not talk about music that's just felony robbery Strong arm with the Uzi intercepting economy Touchdown, get down clown, kiss the ground And I'm 
who broke the owner silence, the homie. This is loud, matter of fact, happening. Make your ears ring. Crazy, you could get shot and not feel it at first. It's a weird thing. Passed out, wake up in the emergency room with people you never met before, nursing your wounds. Your little sister crying, doctors are inserting the tube down your throat. Oh well, nothing personal, dude. Hill is the villain. Man, My radio, real hip hop, real talk. This is your host GMS. Um, we are having a best of episode today, and we'll be playing um, great interviews and conversations we've had over the past few months. Uh, people like Homeboy Sandman, Master Ace, Kosha Dills, Shot Stimuli, Substantial, Destroy, lot, lots of people. Pack FM. So. Stay tuned. Um, I just hit you with a bunch of new music. Even though it's a best of show, you're still going to always set, set it off with some music up at the top of the hour. My co-host, LR Blitzkrieg, running late today, but he might pop in later on in the show. Don't call us up. We're mostly playing pre-recorded uh, past shows, so we're not taking calls this week. We'll be back uh, taking calls next week when we have Cords Cordero stopping in. Shout out to Rusty Jux. He was scheduled for today, but his appearance on the show had to be postponed and will be rescheduled in the next couple of weeks. Uh, meanwhile, like I said, we have Chorus Codero next Friday. You might have heard him on the joint 30,000 Feet and Rising by St. Joe Lewis. Uh, he was singing on that. You might have seen him performing with PH or and my group Hydra at um, South Park a couple times. He just dropped a project. Uh, for WMD, WMD presents Courts Cordero Catalyst Evolution EP, produced by Judah, and that's going to come out next week, featuring C. Ray's Walls, D. Black, and Elite Wright of St. Joe Louis. So it'll be on the show next week talking about that. And those of you who aren't as familiar with the man and his music will be able to get to know him a little. Uh, and at that time, you can call us up, and uh, if you want to listen to the show, and you're listening on the internet, and uh, you want to take the show with you to go, there's a couple of ways you can do it. First of all, if you have a, a smartphone, of course, you could just go online and uh, stream the show live as we're broadcasting. But if you don't have a smartphone, you can call us from any cell phone at 646-478-3599. When you call that number, you'll be asked if you have a question or want to speak to the host or if you just want to listen. So you can just stay on the line and you can listen to the show that way. Sometimes I do that when I'm in the car and I uh, just plug in uh, my headphone jack into the car and I'll listen on the speakers when I'm driving around. You can also check out the videos for most of the music we play on this show at mcmireport.com. 
If you'd like to email us about advertising, guest appearances, or you have questions for myself, GMS, or my co-host, L.R. Blitzkrieg, or anything else related to the show, you can hit us up at radio at mcmireport.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at mcmireport and myself personally at gms underscore mcmi if you want to get at me directly. So right now we're going to get into a little bit more music and uh, you'll be hearing interviews throughout the show on this best of episode. MCMI Radio, real hip hop, real talk. Once again, this is the best of MCMI Radio. We are not live, so do not call us this week. Please hang up and try your call again. Please hang up. This is a recording. Son of a bitch! Asshole. You bitch. I'm calling you an asshole because that's what you are. An asshole. We will be back live again next week, Friday, MCMIReport.com. Are we on the air? Yes, sir. We are on the air. Is that what they say on the radio still? Are we on the air? Or do they say, are we online? Are we online? Are we... Do we have Wi-Fi? I don't know. Whatever you call it. Are we live? What's the Wi-Fi password? Of course we're live. (laughs) So, it's MCMI Radio, Friday night. Yes, sir. Friday night. MCMI. MCMI. It's all us to like, make sure that, you know, the generations after us know, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It is what it is. MCMI Radio. Real hip-hop. Real talk. MCMI Radio. We're here today with Master Ace. One of the legends and still currently reigning kings of hip-hop, in my opinion, and I'm sure on a lot of other people. Um, we just came back from playing some joints up at his album, uh, Arts and Entertainment, with Ed O.G. So and now we're just going to talk about um, his new album, M.A. Doom, Son of Yvonne. Uh, you just put this album out uh, in July, right? Yeah, it just came out July 17th. Um, excited about it. Uh, it's... You know, it's a collaboration. My lyrics, MF Doom beats, and we just kind of married the two together and came up with something interesting. What made you want to, you know, do an album with strictly Doom beats? Honestly, um, a friend of mine had given me his Special Herbs instrumentals maybe two years ago or so, maybe a little mm-hmm. longer than that ago, and uh, you know. I just drove around listening to them. You know, I like I like listening to instrumentals and driving, whatever. I get I get song ideas and lyric ideas sometimes, and that's pretty much what happened. I started driving around with him for about a year. I was driving with him, and I started getting some ideas for songs and lyrics and lines, and decided it'd be a good idea to maybe do a mixtape off of these beats. So that was the original idea, and um, and then we had a meeting with Fat Beats about some other business and kind of had mentioned that I was working on this mixtape and when they heard about it they were like well why, why would you want to give that away for free <laughs> you know that's, that's yeah. something that, that, that needs to get sold and so they kind of talked me into it you know when they added money to the picture they, they kind of talked me into 
making it a commercial release. And then at that point, you know, once I knew that people were going to be spending their hard-earned money on it, I didn't want it to just be a bunch of rhymes, just rhyming about whatever. I wanted to make it a little bit more meaningful. And so I went in the studio and, and tried to put together a cohesive record with songs that, that, um, that had, you know, a purpose. I decided to dedicate the record, you know, to the memory of my, my mom who passed away in 2005 and kind of make it a story about my childhood growing up in Brooklyn, New York, 12 years old, and how I got into hip-hop and how how um, hip-hop kind of affected me at that age and how her record collection played a part in everything and just dedicated to her and just a way to say thank you, you know, for all that she did for me as a kid growing up. Thanks. Now... You know, we talked earlier about the legendary Juice Crew, and uh, you had a, a video blog once uh, talking about trying to put together a Juice Crew reunion at one of your shows, and how, you know, you reached out to all the members, and it was really hard to uh, get everyone on the same page and, and make that show happen. Well, on this, on this album, you got, you know, Juice Crew member Big Daddy Kane. I think it's on the song Think I Am, which also has MF Doom rapping on it, right? How was it working with Big Daddy Kane, you know, another one of the great legendary hip-hop artists? Well, I, I, the best part about that was the fact that he and I hadn't been on a record together since Symphony Part 2. Really? Wow, which was a long time ago. It was 91, I think, Symphony Part 2 came out. So we haven't been on a record together since that time. And, um, you know, we had, we had bumped into each other here and there. He would always say, yo, man, let me know, you know, do something, do something, let me know. And I just never had the right record or the right moment. I don't like just collaborating for the sake of collaborating. That's just never been me. Mm-hmm. I like to have, a, I want the person to fit the song and for there to be a reason why he's on the record. And once, once Kane kind of became part of the storyline of the album, he, you know, there's a skit that, that, that actually references him um, and then there's a song called Slow Down where I actually mentioned his name in the song so it, it just kind of naturally met, made sense for him to be uh, the choice and you know I, mean, I made the call we did all, everything through email you know that's the new way the digital age we don't get to go in the studio no more but I was just happy that he was able to return the lyrics to me so, so quickly and promptly and I'm glad we collaborated together again and what is that song, Think I Am? What is the concept of that song? Like, what are y'all building up? We just talking junk. Just, you know, just, it's just, that's probably one of the only songs that's not really a true concept. It's just, you're just talking stuff and then, t- and then telling whoever it is that you're talking to who you think I am. I got you. And uh, MF Doom, um, is that the only track that he's spitting on? Yeah, that's the only the only rap collaboration is that song. Okay. Well, I think that since you got this new album out, and I, I know Craig G's got a new album coming out pretty soon, I think it's called uh, Ramblings of an Old Man, and, uh, you know, Kane's been out there doing his thing, touring, doing shows and stuff. I think you guys might want might, just might want to do it, you know, in the next, like, year or two, and... You guys can all, you know, tour your stuff with the new stuff. Maybe do Rock the Bells together. You know, that's where all the, the reunions happen. That's, that's, just, that's just me putting that out there. That's all. Yeah, hey, I second that. That sounds like a great idea. Everything sounds well, like a great idea on paper. 
But you know, Blitz, did did you watch that that vlog about uh, Ace hollering at everybody for the show? It's like no, nah, I haven't somebody, seen that one. Haven't somebody's got to spearhead it. It's hard. It's, you know how it is with us and our crews. It's hard to get everyone in the room, or you know. Definitely. Yeah, we and that and that particular that little video that was just mm-hmm. us trying to get together to do the symphony one time. Like it wasn't even a show. It was just one show. You know, Nas was headlining, rocked the bells that year and. The goal was to try to get all four of us on stage together on, right, on right. Nas' set. Which was Cool G Rap as well, right? Is that the fourth? Right. Okay. Yep. So t- tell us a little bit of that story. Just, you know, give us the, the, the shorter version, but uh, it's real interesting. You know, well, like I said, Nas was, was, Nas, Nas was headlining, headlining Rock the Bells, and he had mentioned, I don't know if he mentioned it to Kane or to Craig, that it might be hot to have the symphony to, if, if he could bring out, you know, all, all four of us to do the symphony during his show. Yeah. And that got the ball rolling with all of us trying to connect, connect the dots to make it happen. Um, we didn't have the instrumental. Marley Marl had the instrumental. He was the only one who had it. Wow. Um, I went to bat. Nobody else was willing to ask him for it, so I asked him for it, and amazingly was able to get the instrumental, which he he was holding on to for dear life, I think, because you know it's a it's a pretty valuable instrumental. Like that's not something that's available anywhere. Like if he wanted to go and sell that to some distributor somewhere in Japan, like he could probably get a nice piece of money for it. Yeah. So got the instrumental, but then. You know, the cool G-Rap factor kind of made things uncertain because, you know, G-Rap is not... Um, his status is that he has to kind of stay close to home. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Right. <laughs> so there was some question as to whether or not he was going to be available. And once we got close to that date and it, it was looking shaky for G-Rap to come, I think Nas just said, Nas just nixed the whole idea. Sure. Well, if you guys so want to... See the full story of how you know Ace was trying to quarterback that and make it happen. Um, you have that video up on your website, right? It's on my website, masterace.com. Masterace.com, and that's M A S T A, right? A C E. Yep. Cool. And why don't you give us your Twitter right now too, so all the fans can hit you up after this. Same thing at masterace. M A S T A A C E. Nice. So, what other joints? Uh, we're gonna go into some more music. Definitely go into some songs off of the new album. What joints do you want to hear? I want to hear the pro. The pro, okay. I want to hear the pro off of uh, Jamey Doom. I want to hear Home Sweet Home because that's the first video coming out. Okay. And I would love to hear Slow Down. And when can we expect that that video for uh, Home Sweet Home? I'm actually supposed to be seeing the rough tonight. I'm waiting for the email of the rough. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, I think I heard that you just recently got on Facebook. Finally, right? So is that something that you promote, or is that just your friends and family? Do you want to give that out or what? Yeah, it's it's Master Ace Official. Okay. And um, it's like a fan page, but I'm the one putting all of the video and photos and things up. Um, my new PR company told me I need to really try to embrace this. Like I, I've been fighting it 
for years, not trying to deal with Facebook, you know, and um, I've just decided that, you know, I need to just knock it off and try to try to figure it out. Definitely, definitely. That's what it is now. It's the viral media. You, you're either in it or, you know, it it, right. it definitely helps. It definitely yeah. helps. Before we well, go, yeah. uh, any tours or shows that um, you got in the works or planning? Any dates? Well, right now, um, right now it's football season, so I'm coaching high school football. But as soon as late November comes in, we're planning a tour in um, Australia. I'm looking potentially to go to, to Africa as well during that same time, right before Christmas. And then at the top of the year, you can look for tours coming through Canada and back through Europe again, probably in April. Cool. All right, folks, there you have it. Hit up Master Ace's site, masterace.com, and also hit up mcmireport.com for more information. Uh, we're definitely going to blog the album, and when the video drops, we're going to put it up on the site with links to everything, and uh, check them out. You might see them in a town near you. Thank you once again for the uh, the discussion, Master Ace. Definitely one of the, the four, one of the pioneers of the of the golden era, not old old school cool Herc Africa Rambada, but of the golden era, you know, and still doing it today and putting it down and um, really putting out good music that we can all appreciate. And so we appreciate it. I appreciate and it as well, you. guys. Thanks for giving me opportunity to be heard and be seen. You know, um, without media outlets like yourself, it'd be very difficult for me. No doubt. So we're going to get into that music off of the new album, M.A. Doom. Um, and we'll be back with more MCMI Radio. Yeah. It's good to be home. No place like it. Yo, I'm going back to Cali To all the ladies in the valley And the weather more beautiful than Halley And I done been all through the hood My boy Dougie D, man, he took me on a tour through the hood Slaughter, swap me, cringe, your stop eat Then go to Melrose, cop a pair of shell toes Then I'm jumping on the 5 North First I gas up, and then I drive off Up to the bay, and oh how I love it in the bay Same way I love it in LA I get a lot of love up on Hate Street Folks look up to me like I'm eight feet tall. Hey yo, the West Coast got it all. And every time I go, man, I have a ball. Fun time, sunshine, that's right up my alley, huh? That's why I'm going back to Cali. Yeah. Right, but now I'm gone. You know what they say, in no place like home. I keep my thoughts in my phone. Worldwide, I be all in my zone. Back to Paris, France, and I must say that you really should go if you have a chance. The culture, the music, the art, the food, the people, they real to the heart. This is genuine love, this is not an act, and I couldn't have put it down on the hotter track. I hear a lot of cats talk a lot of smack, but I lost six G's and I got it back. How real is that? They get the utmost respect for me because the world full of cutthroats. How could I lose a grip like that in a crowded sports bar get it right back? Like no place I ever went And this'll be the biggest shout that I ever sent To any city that I ever flew to 
Thursday, boo, cool, I salute you. Tattoo, I would stay permanent, but my love for the road don't determine it. Just kind of solidified it. 
Um, right, right. You know, so it was kind of ill. And then it's like, besides that, I've also been a building with uh, various art collectors around the U.S. and um, and around the world or whatever, trying to um, build and uh, possibly set up shows here and there. So um, it's a good chance that over the next couple months, several of the shows that I'm going to be doing um, are either going to be at, like, art schools or, like, in venues that are, um, you know, like, connected with certain art collectors. So definitely going to be right, some... Right. Uh, Hey man, uh, I think I think Young Jock did you a favor because uh, Mr. Uh, Robinson's Neighborhood is a nice title too. I I like that title, but Home is where the art is. It just by the right circumstances might be opening some doors in a different way, you know. Yeah, without so, a doubt, uh, I'll be sure to high five him when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> I know at first you initially you probably were like, ah, oh, damn it, this guy. Right. You know, yeah. I know it's coincidence, but you know when so, when you're about to release something that someone else got the name, that's gotta be annoying. But uh, home is where the art is. That's that's what it is. It's definitely, you know, and the music uh, is the main thing. The music is banging. So thank you, bro. No matter what the title is, um, you got a great project here, man. Uh, over the next month, I'll probably play a couple months off of it. Just keep it out there. But um, people, a little taste. Hey, where can they go and purchase album? You know, either whether they want to download or get CD or vinyl, you know, give that information one more time. Yeah, they can um, they can copy CD or again you can copy CD at undergroundhiphop.com too. Um, it's also available, uh, you know, for people trying to go to a store and cop. Uh, Fye uh, is supposed to be carrying it, so um, Barnes and Noble places like that. If you don't, so if you don't see it straight up, I don't see it at some of your local retailers. Uh, not a thing for you to ask. Some will. Let you order it at the store, or whatever, have it delivered there. Or you just order it online. Also, check um, Mellow Music, uh, mellowmusicgroup.bandcamp.com. Uh, I believe has the, the lowest digital price for it, which is seven ninety nine. So nice. you can't beat that with a bat. You know? How it's many tracks great. are on the album? Twelve tracks. Twelve, 12 tracks, seven ninety nine. Hey, That's not a bad look. Good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hop it direct. Um, well, it's been great having you. Um, probably you. have you on the show several more times in the future because you're going to keep putting out okay. stuff with Bop Alloy and other groups and come back with your yeah. next solo and all that stuff. But uh, we, we'll, we'll vibe on the music until then. And uh, let them know your Twitter. Yeah, Substizzle, S-U-B-S-T-I-Z-Z-L-E. Definitely, definitely. Facebook or anything? Yeah, facebook.com slash substantial music. Definitely check me out. Cool. And I don't shun fans. <laughs> Word. So as long as you ain't on hit the edge, substantial and uh, anybody who's listening anywhere in the world, um, substantial loves to travel and he's toured many places in the world. He's not like a local artist that rocks his town. So get at him for bookings if you're a, a promoter if you're not and you want to see him come to your town you know holler at whoever needs to to, to book him to get him down there you know and you guys will uh get the live version in your town so we're going to go back to some music but uh it's been great having you have a good one and i uh, will talk to you again soon mcmi radio real hip-hop real talk yo peace what up it's homeboy sam man all right first of a living break Checking it on MCMI Radio. Real hip-hop. Real talk. You understand? This is what I'm talking about, Friday 8 to 10. 
Congratulations on your participation and awareness taking part in this LS. Son, peace. What's going on? This is the Gwen Stefani of rap. <laughs> MCMI Radio, Friday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. My name is D. Shloy, and you tuned in to Real Hip Hop, Real Talk, MCMIReport.com. Go in, wild out, spaz, tell your mother, tell your father, and tell all those handicapped children out there that this this situation, this MCMI Radio, holds them down, all right? Hopefully everything is fantastic in your life, and if it's not, tune in. Yao Ming, destroy, peace. Yeah, MCMI Radio, Real Hip Hop, Real Talk. This is the best of MCMI Radio episode. This is number two, the second one we've done. We've heard from Master Ace already, um, substantial. We got more on the way, Kosha Dills, Shah Stimuli, uh, Pack FM, a lot, lot more people uh, that we've had on the show that we'll be talking to. Destroy, who just heard on that drop. Uh, and of course, Homeboy Sandman. So definitely tune in. Tweet us, include at MCMI Report, and uh, we'll retweet your tweets and, you know, big you up to our followers. You might even get a shout out on the air. Just to clarify, we go on Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, that was an old drop because this is a best of show. That was an old interview. So uh, Friday six to eight, you can catch us, and you can always tune in anytime and uh, listen to the archives. Just go to mcmireport.com, click on radio, and you'll see all our past shows. Right now, we're going to get into this next segment, exclusive interview on MCMI Radio, Real Hip Hop, Real Talks. Your host GMS. We got LR Blitzkrieg in the building. Um, hit us up. Six four six four seven eight three five nine nine. We can talk behind the scenes. All right, so we got Shaw Stimuli talking to us right now, and uh, we've been talking about the music. We've been rocking the music, and uh, before we went to break, I, I was saying you got a book out, man. Tell the people about this book. What inspired it? Um, you know what? I think Seinfeld really inspired it. Once I saw Seinfeld's book, Sign Language, um, a friend of mine bought it for me back in like '03 or something like that. And um, you know, it was like his stand-up in book form, and it was real simple. It was a bestseller, more than a bestseller, but it made me just like start writing my thoughts down because I wasn't sure if they were funny or not, but I just put them in this little book, and it just became like. You know, like a, a routine, and just write down more thoughts. So once I started, um, I did this song called "Is It Me" uh, in, in 2005, and I, I think at the time I was questioning um the, the people comparing homosexuality to, to to the black civil rights struggle, and um, I think I was talking about Red Monkey and Aiden and, uh, H, and I was just questioning a lot of stuff. So it made me do a blog called "Is It Me," and I was doing that for certain sites. And then I started putting it on Facebook. And the response is what really made me think, hey, maybe I could keep going with this. And people said, oh, you could do a book. And it was stuff that was comedic, but it wasn't meant to be. Like, it wasn't like I'm trying to be funny. It was just like random thoughts on different topics. And um, 
you know, real sarcastic and real dry. So it just made me kind of think I could keep going. So now the book um, is called uh, the Toilet Papers. Yeah, Toilet Papers, number one. The no, yeah, the number one, number two book. Yep. And uh, toilet is spelled uh, T-O-I-L-E-T-T-E. Is that the way toilet is spelled? I think I don't know how to spell. Or is that a play on words? That's toilet. That's toilet. Okay, so that's you being fancy on it. Okay. Well, the toilet was actually taken. Toilet paper was actually taken. Oh, someone got that one. Okay. And the cover is uh, Shah Stimuli sitting on the toilet, taking a dump, and he has his book in his hand, and he's reading it. And uh, I guess... Is this like another Seinfeld reference? Is the coffee table book that opened up into a coffee table? So this is the toilet papers. Is this a book that you're supposed to read in the bathroom? Like my parents' house, they always have a book in the bathroom yeah. <laughs> next to the toilet. You know, it's just like that kind of crazy thoughts. And I couldn't, you know, I had to think of a way to kind of make it, you know, it's marketing. Like I had to think of somewhere to make people want to get it. So where else would you want to hear, you know, read some random thoughts other than bathroom so now did you think these thoughts on the toilet um i don't think so but i don't know I, yeah, honestly i can't remember <laughs> where i think where i think of stuff man I, I just used to write all the time and i started mondayramble.com because publishers told me that i needed to have a buzz before i put out a book i was like it's just like the music business man same for the well, yeah. it's pretty funny. Who did the artwork? Who drew that picture? Uh, this guy out in Germany, someone I have never met or spoken to on the phone. I just told him the concept. He sent that was his first try. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's it. When you yeah. saw it, were you just like, oh, this is it? Captured it? Yeah, it it was before I finished the book. Like, I just told him what I was thinking about doing. When I saw that, I was like, okay, this has to happen. Like, there's no way that someone in Germany who you never met. Were you just talking to about artwork? And he's like, I got it. Like that, nah. I got to make it happen. That came out good. So um, is this a print book or a digital or both? How can people yeah, uh, pick up a copy? It's both. You can go on Amazon.com and type in my name on the book, and it'll, it'll show up. Um, that's, that's the easiest way. So this is a real release. This is not a blog for, for the listeners out. This is an actual book. This was published. And yeah, uh, yeah. just the thoughts and ramblings of Shah Stimuli. Yep. yep. So, um, what's uh, in in the works? What are you planning? Like, do you know what you're going to do after number twelve? You're you're coming out with number nine soon of the rent tapes. Yep. You got nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You got four more dropping. Yep. Have you even thought about like what is what's am I doing a an album after that? Am I going on tour? Am I taking a break? Like you even think about that? What what's your well, your future I looking like? I flirted with I flirted with the idea of retiring. Um only because at this level I think you can only do so much. So this is me exhausting the uh underground level as far as putting out material. So it, it will free me from you know, when people be like, yo, what's going on? Or, you know, what's, what's popping? Like, this is me saying, look, you don't have to ask me anything for 2012. I put in enough work. Um, wow. So next year I do, I, I do want to do some videos. Like, I want to do visuals for a lot of this stuff because I didn't have the time to get mm-hmm. that done. Um, so a lot of these songs will come to life. Um, as far as an album, 
I got people talking to me, but if it's some, if it's not the way I want to do it, you know, I, I'd rather get a job and make money and be able to put it out myself the way I want to do it rather than sign to some label that's going to lie to me or, or not be able to do what I feel like doing. So um, I, I, I say that to say I'm, I'm open to anything, you know. And, and okay, I'm, so I'm, all right, so there it is. You might retire. If the right deal came along, he might take it. If he feels like he can get it together and form his own thing and put it out, he might make something on his own terms. But basically, you're not really going to be chasing after anything. You're going to do what you want the way you do it, or not at all. Yep. That's basically what you're saying. So, you know, I can respect that. I hope you don't retire. I hope that's not the option you choose. A few of my friends have announced that in their careers. Uh, because they didn't feel their careers were where they wanted them to be, and they just were like, I'm retiring. And then a couple of years later, they, they took a little break, and then they came back on the scene. I'm glad they continued doing music. Um, so I, I am looking forward to the videos, though. So, um, yeah, spend some time on the videos. That's a, that's a good idea. Um, get, those, get those up there. It's a blog, eat, blog world. I don't know if I yeah. just invented that phrase, but... You know, when when it was when it was two thousand and three when you got unsigned hype it was about forums. Remember that back yeah. then? No blog. Yeah, it was all about forums. It was all about forums. You had forums. websites I, and forums. And people talked about hip hop game and it was like this hip hop game was like this mystical world of like how do people get on that? Like it was just like crazy. You just see these yep. songs, I was bug out. And then all of a sudden I think in Somewhere between 2008 and 2010, I don't know exactly when, it was just a shift, and it wasn't a gradual shift. It was forums, 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 and then one month, I was talking to someone, I think it was PacFM from Q5, and I was like, such and such forums, and he was like, oh, forums is kind of dead right now, no one's really talking on the forums if you go up anywhere, you know, uh, it's, it's all about the blogs now, and then... QM5 actually suddenly switched their site around. Tone Def launched a new version of the site, blog format, and uh, every site everywhere started just being blog. And, you know, when we launched our site, that's what it was, blogs, you know. But uh, I, I remember back in the day, <laughs> the forums was popping. The forums are more of a conversation. Blogs are like a bulletin board, you know. Yep. So, uh... You know, get if you if you put out the videos, we'll definitely host them on mcmireport.com. By the way, for the listeners out there, you can um, go to actually you don't have to do a Google search for some of these things. You can either go to Shastimilai's site, uh, and he has all of this material listed. It's a very organized site. You can go back and check out the old stuff, the new stuff, everything. The toilet papers. You can get a link to where to buy that right off of that. So you don't have to remember all the locations. But you also can go to mcmireport.com and type Shah Stimuli in the search, and you can read what uh, my partner, Ella Blitzkrieg, and I have, you know, written up on our comments on all these releases and stuff. And uh, you can watch some of the videos on there too. So um, when's the next place you'll be rocking? People uh, I'm going to do eight three C. Yeah. Out here in Atlanta, um, October the 11th on the Kevin Nottingham stage uh, at Masquerade. So um, I think I might do another day at ABC, but it's just not confirmed yet. Um, yeah, so that's that's the next place. I got a couple other things in the works, um, but you know how that goes. Nothing concrete until the decks get cut. So. Yeah. 
definitely, definitely. Where um, can people hit you up or hit up your manager or whoever if they want to do business? Like if they want to holler at you about a show, like a real show or a tour, not, yo, can you come rock for free at my open mic? Because we, we passed that stage now. If people want to really book Shot Stimuli, who do they get at? Do they holler at your email or do you have a, uh, yeah, a place um, to send them? Hit me on Twitter and I'll direct you to the right place. Everything is F H A S T I M U L I. Um, that's even my email. Yeah, email. You can hit me. I get my, I put my phone number on record. I don't care. No doubt. Well, uh, tell them the website once again. S H A S T I M U L I dot com. Also on Bandcamp, where you can find a lot of this stuff. On everything I've ever done. Yeah, man. Just reach um, out. Don't just support me. Support. Those dudes out there that you feeling, any artists that's up and coming or you know, that's doing something that you like, reach out to them, hit them up, spread the word. We all appreciate it. Man. Good looking, good looking. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we're going to yeah. go back into some music, um, but uh, let's give it up for Shah Stimuli, NCMI Radio, real hip hop, real talk, uh, a real artist making real music for the people. Been a pleasure, and uh, we'll have you back um, and talk about some of your, your future endeavors, and hopefully it might be retirement, bigger and better things. And I look forward to the video. Thanks All right, again, man. What's going on? This is the Gwen Stefani of rap. <laughs> MCMI Radio. My name is Destroy. You tuned in to Real Hip Hop, Real Talk. MCMIReport.com Go in, wild out, spaz Tell your mother, tell your father This situation, this MCMI radio Holds them down, alright Hopefully everything is fantastic in your life And if it's not, tune in MCMI Yao Ming, destroy, peace Yeah, yeah, this is Shah Stimuli A.K.A. S.T.I. A.K.A. The President Right now, you are tuned in to MCMI Radio, Real Hip Hop, Real Talk. Y'all know what it is. Stay tuned in, man. ShotSimuli.com, the Red Tape Series. MCMI. Like you bring an 88 back. You're, you're quite hostile. It's all us to like, make sure that, that, you know, the generations after us know. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It is what it is. MCMI Radio, Real Hip Hop. Real talk. You're listening to the best of MCMI Radio. Real hip hop, real talk. Uh, we got Tessa from in the house. He, he was uh, with us last show arguing over some stuff. I forget. We were arguing over Troy B or something. But, uh,. <laughs> Back today with a new project. Now, I don't really want to call it a mixtape because it's not really a mixtape. It's just not an album. What do you call it, Pat? I call it the fourth installment. And you can call it mixtape. I don't care. You know why? Because I was doing mixtapes before anybody was really on that shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But um, you can call it a mixtape because it's a mix. But due to the fact that it's not actually a tape, that's just the stupidest term to use in 2012 because ain't nobody had a tape Word. since like 19... 97, I think, was the last time I bought a yeah. tape. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just basically 
1999, I started doing a thing called Feature Material where I take joints that, um, you know, that I've been featured on throughout the year or so and, and a couple of new exclusive joints and I would just put it together because sometimes, you know, you'll put out a single or two, but there's a lot of other music that you're featured on or that you've done that doesn't get the same amount of attention as the singles that you do. So I would put these CDs out and this is the fourth installment of Feature Material Volume 4. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, check out all of them. They're all available online, high or wherever you buy music. Um, first one was, uh, had cats like, uh, the Stronghold Crew and Tone Deaf. Obviously, he's been on all of them. The second one had a lot of the Plague Crew featured. Um, the third one had people like, you know, uh, had like, uh, Juice, uh, Jean Grey, Last Emperor. You know what I'm saying? So this one is, um, a little bit more focused on like the Dominion era where and the EFAM era where it's like, you know, a lot of substantial and tone deaf and Mr. Mecca and uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we got the other cats on there. Like there's like the dope uh, radio freestyle when we was up at the twelve um, the halftime twelve year anniversary with me, Tone Deaf, Sky Zoom, Torrey and Sadat X just going back to back on the radio, which is pretty dope. So put that on there. So, you know, check it out. It's basically a lot of stuff to get people or either already fans of Pakistan familiar with what I've been doing, you know, over the past year that they might have missed out on. Or, you know, you're just now hearing me and you want to get a good idea of, you know, what I'm about besides just fucking hating rappers. <laughs> you know, you can check work out. And liking everything else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, it, it gives you a so different I, I got a couple questions, just to be clear, because a lot of people do a mixtape and what they do is they just take the newest hit records that are out and rhyme over everybody else's beat. Right. Do you do that on this CD, or is it all originals? Uh, it's it's ninety nine percent original. Um, even the radio freestyle is an original beat by DJ Scratch. Scratch was in the studio nice. in the beats, and um, right. so that was original. But uh, the one cool. song that I did jack a beat from was uh, the Pick Me Up song, and that's uh, okay. basically that the that beat is originally from Young Bucks driving down the freeway. But I've been asking producers for years to. Um, make a beat for that song and nobody's come close but that beat has always been the one that like is stuck in my head when I'm like you know thinking about that song so thank you uh, but that's the only one to all the rest yeah that's the only one it's a high tech beat who's producing the tracks on this what are some producers that contributed Um, well you know you you definitely got people like No and uh, uh, who else is on there well actually the only two and five producers on this project are No and Deacon McGill um, okay. This one features the most outside production out of any project that I've ever done since I've been recording music. This has um, this cat from Australia named S2. Um, he's done a lot of stuff on there. And uh, this dude named Grand Riggity from Michigan. And I came across this guy online. Like, you know, I get a lot of beats and emails, and I never listen to any of them. And one day I was just doing, like, you know, randomly I'd be like, oh, let me listen to them and hear how horrible they are. And um, mm-hmm. I checked this out, and they were actually really yeah, fucking like cool. Yeah, I know, I like all of them. Shout out to kidding. them, you know? Yeah, shout out to Grand Ray. But yo, let, let me uh, play, before people even forget about this, this is the Pick Me Up song. Let's play it, because this, this is a dope joint. And we're going to play right. a couple of other songs. We can't play all of them. But I believe it's like 18 tracks or something on Features Material, uh, right? Yeah, it's about 18 or 19. There's a, there's a lot so, of joints on here. We're going to play a few today, so, and then uh, tell y'all where to go get it. So let, let me tell you about the Pick Me Up song came about basically like, you know, just living in New York City as um, one of the darker skinned individuals. 
uh, you know, it's, okay. it's really hard. Like, you know, like people out here, we don't have cars. And I don't think people in other states really appreciate how real that is, that the convenience is that you don't need a car. But when you do need a car and you don't have one, it's very inconvenient. And taxi drivers out here will not stop for black people nine times out of ten. So, like, it's so racist, you know. And, and it's hard to get If you just say Brooklyn, like, you have to get in the car and let them start driving a few feet and then say Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's tell really, them, like, so tell them why you roll with me. Yeah, that's why I roll with you. One hang out. white and two, he has a car. <laughs> and, um... You know, and it's so like, like if you need a cab, you gotta give me the hell for you because they won't fucking pull over. Yeah, exactly. That's so, like such a common scene. You know how many times I've seen that? Like a few yeah. black people hanging out, and the one white person is trying to get the cab, and then they all it's get the bait like, switch. It's, it's, it's messed up that you have we have to do that. Right. Like, this song right here, basically. Too, they're like, oh, let me pull over for G. You know. Yeah, exactly. So this song right here just gives you like a little small insight as to you know what it's like to be out like two o'clock in the morning trying to get home from the studio or a show. And ain't nobody stopping for you, you know what I'm saying? But it's a little bit more humorous. Like, it's not all sad and depressing and nothing like that. Just gives you, like, a little light take on it. So, you want to hear it? All right. Let it so, let's let it go, and we'll be back with MCMI Radio with Pack of Sound. I love rapping. I love doing the shows, late night studio sessions. But... Getting home after them shits is a motherfucker. You ever try to catch a cab in New York Listen. City? Yo, tell Yo. It's 2 a.m. and the rain's coming down and I'm beat. I just want to go home. I just missed the last bus. The train ain't running out. So here we go down this lonely road. That I've been down before, here's how it goes usually I see an empty cab, he sees me, he's off duty Drives right past me, stop at the light just to turn his medallion on and pick up the white couple Let's not be hasty and say he's racist It's blatant with my hoodie on, he can't see faces His safety comes first and although it's raining I'll just uncover my head and brace for the same shit Now here comes another, I stick out my arm Oh shit, he's slowing down, I put on the charm He rolls the window down I smile, he's alarmed He rolls the window up And just like that, he's gone Now it's 2.15 And the rain's coming down I'm exhausted, I wanna go home You see, everything's closed And there's no one around Here I go down this lonely road does anybody want to help me get where I live? It's a five-minute ride, and I'm right over the bridge. You stop at the corner, I hop in when you ain't looking, and I don't want to hear. No, I don't go to Brooklyn. But I should have known better, because that's just what he said. And as black as I am, that's when I turn red. I ain't say a word, he just froze up with fear. Well, if you ain't going to drive, then we're going to sit here, because I'm not getting out. You can call the police. He shut the ignition off and took out his keys. He turned around and said, you people give too much problems. I'm trying to give him money. He think I'm trying to rob him. You judge it off of skin color and where I live. But get offended if they call you a terrorist. Well, you ain't been lying and my name ain't vicious. So do your job. Stop driving and don't expect a tip. Because it's 245 and the rain's coming down. And I'm beat. I just want to go home. Oh, shit. My phone battery's running out. Here I go down this lonely road. I know it sounds like a cliche, but this happens in the streets every day. I even got kicked out of Cash Cab. They wouldn't give me shit. Where's Danny Glover when you need him?
I need to get a driver's license. That's all it really is. If my wife wasn't white, I'd probably still be on the corner right now trying to catch a cab. I love that one.
From the belly of the lion-hearted mind of the gifted If a chick you wanna roll with, triple explicit Come on, forget it, niggas want a percentage Trying to blow the line between your pussy and good business Read the credits, stupid niggas, a pony with the lyrics Flip sides with the engine, something bang, rhyme harder than your dick is So I crap and pass the grass to the model terrific Fit it to print it, gently on your memory till your atoms are split it Damn, now that's a deep fuck for y'all Renaissance brawl, punks jump up and get cut with Rashido sword, stand up and say, hey, it's the world is yours, if the world is yours now, let me hear it, come on.
let the top down. I came a long way from the weed game. 20 stacks, he said the heat game. And I'm still strapped with the heat, man. Came me stepping on the nigga's feet, man. Hey, best niggas came from the D game. Cousin was a crib. Said it was a C thing. Brown bag money in a duffel bag. Fuck them all with them, then we got a double back. The homie whipping chickens in his mama kitchen. On the mission, say he did it for his intuition. Real niggas' dreams coming to fruition. Stumble, but I never fall, leaning on my pistol. I only love her when the ass fat. We still listen to this track in my Maybach. I'm just trying to be a billionaire. Come and suck a dick for a millionaire. Uh, it's just different. I know it feels different. Uh, I only love it for eyes brown. Play this shit while you play around with my crown. King H.O., y'all should know by now. If you don't know, uh. Means on the wall in all my rooms. Niggas couldn't fuck with my daughter's room. Niggas couldn't walk in my daughter's socks. Banksy bitches, Basquiat. I ran through that buck 50 live nation running me. They working on another deal, they talking 250. I'm holding out for three. 275 and I just might agree. XD boy used to park my Beamer. Now look at me, I can park in my own arena. I only love it for we've no I'm still a hood nigga, what you want me to do? Been hopping out the BM with your BM Taking a place you can't go with your BDM Screaming coffee DM until I'm a dead poet Robin Williams shit, I deserve a golden globe bitch I take an ace in the meanwhile You ain't gotta keep this calendar, it's just a freestyle Fuck rap money, I made more of crates Fuck show money, I spent that on Drake Close the curtain, fuck boy out my face I whipped the coat, let the lawyer beat the case Murder was the case that they gave me I killed the Hermes store, somebody saved me Something to the max like wavy Oh shit Oh, something to the max, I'm so wavy Used to shop for TJ Maxx back in 83 I don't even know if it was open then I ain't no Oprah then had the XL80 bike, loud motor, they be like, damn, when I'm coming to rain. Had a grill in 88, y'all niggas is bleak. You got all that, right? Uh, I love the shit like my own daughter. I spray these niggas, baby, just like daddy taught you. Young, it's just different. Yeah, MCMI Radio, real talk, real radio, real real hip hop. Host that down that one. Or real everything. Yo, Blitz, uh, tell us about that joint, man, that we just heard. That's some new. Yeah, the the, the new new hotness. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Rick Ross off of his new album, God Forgive I Don't, with uh, Dr. Dre and Jay Z. Okay. Word, word. We also um, played a joint by Pony. Um, what's the name of that joint? Looking for it, looking for it. Oh, hey, produced by Jay Dilla and uh, Brenton Brown to the top featuring Emilio Rojas, friend to the show, friend to the website. MCMIReport.com if you don't know. Um, we got a special guest with us this week. Introduce yourself. What's going on, porn stars? 
midget wrestlers and everyone else out there checking this show out. Yo, that MC of my sample is hilarious. I love that y'all, y'all got the knowledge to do that right there. No doubt. Yeah. And Good also, um, shout out to um, Apani. Apani was an MC from, from uh, back in the days. Her and uh, Blitz used to hold hands in the village. And uh, <laughs> she started wanting to rhyme. And, um, you know, it's really good that she continued uh, to rock. And it was good to hear that time right there. Yeah, for sure. Word, word. So, you know, I, I think people who know you already know who you are because of your introduction. But for those that don't know, we got Destroy in the house. Oh. MC. Sorry, I forget to say my name. <laughs> MC. My name, my name is Blitz. My name is Blitz, <laughs> a.k.a. DMS. I look Blitz like Destroy. your head. And I smell like Pac <laughs> FM. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, so, so what's good, homie? Everything's fantastic. You know, um, right now, currently, just doing a lot of the sporting events um, okay. throughout uh, the country. I've been fortunate to work for NBA, for NFL, uh, NCAA, hosting these events. And when it comes to that, um, that degree of hosting, it's a little bit more... Um, you know, family-orientated, but it also has the edge because I think that's why they hired me. They like that I have the New York thing going on. And um, right, right. It's, it's it's really dope, you know. I'm just, you know, being in circles, hanging out with, like, you know, I, I, I take a shit in Allen Iverson's crib, steal crystal uh, <laughs> bottles from LeBron James's house, um, you know, all take a shit in Russell Simmons' house and, you know, all that weird shit. Or you need to put a bid in uh, to do a show uh, or, or host the uh, Brooklyn Nets joint. Yeah, right now the Brooklyn Nets, um, it's good, cool that you say that. Right now the Brooklyn Nets have contacted me twice already. And, oh. um, my, but you're not getting my, back to them, right, because you're too large. Like, no, nah, man, that, Nets, right? that, that, <laughs> that gig will be uh, the greatest gig because, um, obviously, me being a Brooklyn boy would be awesome. Um, yeah. You know, that was something that came through the NBA ranks where they were like, you know, they were interested in, in talking to me. And then um, I was like, yeah, let's do it. So right now they got they got my information sitting in front of them um, along with uh, all the other stuff that they're preparing for the season. I'm not uh, really on them because, you know, in that in that sort of world, in these, like, sporting or with legit companies, you don't really need to be on top of people um, in a certain sense. Not like hip-hop because they actually, it's their job, you know? Um, right, right. In this scenario, like, I know. They're going to follow through. Yeah, I know, like, you know, the key people. So they call me in their interest because, you know, I'm a commodity to them because I already work with NBA anyway. So they want to make sure. And it's also uh, don't don't get it twisted. It's also like a a secret society family type deal. You know what I mean? All the all these things. It's it's right. It's, it's pretty it's pretty funny. Like you know, nepotism. How, that's what you're saying. That's messed up, man. How is it? How come I? So you saying it's nepotism? That's messed up, man. I can't get a hook up. You know everybody. Well, the thing is, is that see, <laughs> I'm not white. See and, and blitz and blitz. Who is you a, son of a bitch. 
Blitz, who, like, you know, see, everybody loves Blitz. You know, at the end of the day, America was created for him. You know, the the, the flags yeah. look yeah. like like his bed, you know, and that's why July 4th is really his birthday. Right. So, you know, right. that's, that's the American birthday. Life. That's a coincidence, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, like I was saying, so it's just, it's a very tight-knit, what I mean is a family. So a lot of people... They bring somebody in only because they know that this guy has been working with these people for a number of years. You know what I mean? So, um, and right, I'm also right. the the arena host for Red Bulls uh, soccer, which is a major league soccer team. <laughs> I know a lot of Sounds Americans are right? like, a lot of Americans <laughs> are not crazy about the whole soccer thing, but it's 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 really dope because. Um, you know, I'm there with 25,000 people giving away TVs and flights. And stuff. I mean, not me, literally, but, you know, I'm yeah. the guy. So it's really, it's you know, I'm really fortunate. You know, uh, what you basically are doing is you're getting to MC. And a lot of uh, current people that do rap music, they just rap in their home studio or they go to the studio, they make a song, they put it on YouTube, they put it on iTunes or whatever they're doing. And if you get like it's it's also a job to MC and to entertain and to keep the party live and people have known that you are a good person for that for the longest. I mean, you started out hosting the hip hop shows and now you're just all American entertainment. You know. Yeah. Just you know. I still. Well, I'm glad that you get to have fun stuff. and do that. I, I got that uh B minor versus executioners event coming up. You know, and I did that Ghostface event that I've seen y'all at, which was yeah. awesome. Um, so, you know, I keep, I keep my heart, uh, that, that keeps me happy. That keeps my soul happy. You know, you know, it don't pay, but the, you know, the other stuff does. So I'm content. Right, right. What's going on? This is the Gwen Stefani of rap. <laughs> MC in my radio. My name is Destroy. You tuned in to Real Hip Hop, Real Talk, MCMIReport.com. Go in, wild out, spaz. Tell your mother, tell your father, this situation, this MCMI radio, holds them down, alright? Hopefully everything is fantastic in your life, and if it's not, tune in. MCMI, Yao Ming, destroy, peace. MCMI, this is MCMI radio, I'm your host, L.R. Blitzkrieg, along with the main man, GMS, and we got Super MC... Homeboy Sandman, yeah. talking to us live from L.A. Um, so we listened to a bunch of your old joints. I wanted to know what, are you, besides for the new stuff on the new album, what's your favorite joints off of uh, some of your older projects? Man, um, I guess I could name some joints that come to me. I got I always do difficult with two questions. I do difficult with what are your favorite joint because I love all my joints, and I always do difficult with what would you be doing if you wasn't rhyming? Because I would never not be rhyming. But <laughs> um, I guess, uh, you know, I really love joints that have really um, meant a lot to me and, and, and have caught a lot of traction. I guess off the good sun is definitely the carpenter. Mean Mug was another one. Tablecloth. Angels with Dirty Faces. Actually, Angels with Dirty Faces is one of my favorite joints that I've done. Um Gun Control is another record is, is one of my favorite joints that I've done, and that actually wasn't on any of my projects. But um, I've, 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 
I've always been a fan of, um, you know, the type of ish like Karis, one type ish, or Pete type ish, which was important subject matter, you know, relevant, smarts, relevant, uh, 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 relevant thinking over to some hard ass beat. Like you can't even, like this song is about, you know, uh, 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 things that are important, you know, things, you know, a uh, deep, deep, deep subject matter, deep political issues. When I say political, I mean people, you know, what the word means. I don't mean clowns on TV for entertainment. This song, this music is about deep stuff, and the beat is crazy, like, you know, dealing with dealing with important subject matter. So, Gun Control, Angel Dirty Faces, um, have opened a couple of songs. On my first album, I really love Extreme Measures. I really love We Can Fly with a bachata sample. I love Comrade Punsky, which was my kind of old, the big pun. Love King News, man. I, I guess these are the first ones coming to me, man. Off the second record, I love Airwave Air Raid. I guess I could say that Airwave Air Raid is my favorite song off the second album. Even though I love Opium, I love Lightning Bolt. You just love your music. Which you, and I love you my joints, man. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> tell me about, um, you had mentioned uh, Two Hungry Bros. Uh, tell me about the AOK Collective. Yeah, Two Hungry Bros with a. They were the producer leg at AOK Collective and and um and and led to such fabulous AOK joints as uh as Peso's Best in Show, which had myself on it and um and Orin Vaughn P was on it. And uh and also just a bunch of joints that we all did together, me, Fresh Daily, Peso, uh Nola Darling. Um uh, is that, AOK is that everybody? That uh, um well, later on, I mean, did I forget? We got no, huh? Eighth one, of course. I'm bugging out. I forgot my boy Eighth one. So that was really that was a that was a okay crew. But um, Eighth one, I can't DJs, believe I forgot. MCs and producers. Yeah, it was it, MCs, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, the producers were the Two Hungry Bros, and it's not like every okay joint was produced by Two Hungry Bros, but they were doing mad joints, and you know, it was, was part of the part of the collective for sure. And then it was Eighth one. Um, who had an album out called Love Money and Music, which was phenomenal. And he's since done a project with Tony Bros called um, No Room for Dessert, which is also fantastic. Um, and it was Fresh Daily who really introduced me to the Two Hungry Bros. Um, P. Soda, Earth Tone King, who at that time was Picasso, and Nola Darling, um, who the two of the, Nola Darling is actually two females who have since moved to Los Angeles. So um, I'm actually in their part of town right now. But uh, But it was really cool. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't a. I mean, talking about the thing, you know, some people used to say, you know, I mean, obviously we never, we never made it to the, we never put in the same type of work as as a as a native tongues or as a, as a woo or anything like that or any of these you know conglomerates that people think of. But it wasn't really very much like either of those. Even though we, some people used to be like, well, they're more of a native tongues, you know, that they're, they're separate entities and do their own thing, but they kind of roll with each other. But it wasn't even really that type of thing because I feel like we was a little a little more like a group than Native Tongues was, yeah. a little less like a group than Wu was. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wu was a group. We wasn't right. a group. But Native Tongues, they wasn't a group, but they was all cool and they would do joints. But we really, like, do shows together. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like an A-OK show. We would be doing our own joints or, or, or collab joints. But, you know, I guess Native Tongue does shows too, but... But basically it was just we, we supported each other's art, you know what I mean? And we had different you know, nobody in the in the camp was the same person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we yeah. all we we all were kind of people that nobody's the same person as us. 
So, um, and, you know, we was able to respect, you know, each other's craft. So we made some good music. Are you still going to be doing music with those people? Yeah. I'm sorry? I'm sorry. No, you, you keep speaking of it, uh, you know, in the in the past tense. So I was wondering if, you know, you guys just don't speak anymore or you just Oh, no, yeah, it. no, it's not. Yeah, on on um, we haven't been uh, making music with each other very much anymore. I mean, people have different things going on, but those are my people. I see Afon all the time. Two Hungry Roses is on my is on my record. Peso's my boy. He's in uh, a video that'll come as a cameo from him. He came down. Fresh Daily is my people's. Um, you know what I'm saying I was I know he's I actually think he's in London right now, or he may have just got back from London or Germany. I was talking about his road trip, so we still all talking. It's still. Oh, love. Nola, I got to shout Nola out since I'm out here, but I'm going to shout them out for the L.A. show. But, um, yeah, it's all, it's all love all throughout. There's some more people for our future shows. Yeah, yeah, you got to get all them, you know. You got to get the A1. Yeah. A1's getting ready to come out with a project with Pat Van Dyke, um, and it's called Lux DeVille, and Pat Van Dyke is a producer. And I'm telling y'all, A1 Kribambi is telling y'all. Definitely check that out. Um, I wanted to ask you about your writing process because, you know, your flows are so crazy and everything is it, it it's definitely got its own style to it. It's different. Um, how do you write? Like, do you just sit down with a pen and pad? Do you do you listen to the beat first, or do you just you know write without a beat and then fit it in, or like you know? Um, for the very most part, like ninety nine percent of the time, I'm writing to a beat. You know, I have a beat. It start. You know, my writing process. Um, in large part, it be what is this beat saying to me? What's the aura of the beat? You know, it, am I gonna attack it uh, high pace? You know, up tempo? Or am I gonna lay back and you know be more low key with it? Just in terms of my my tone, my tone of voice, but even just my cadence. Is it gonna be rapid fire? Or is it gonna be choppy? Is it gonna be sparse? You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of this comes to me from the beat. You know, is this gonna be a record? You know. The subject matter comes from the feel I get from the beat. You know, I like I like selecting beats that to me, you know, I like listening to even before they have any rounds on them, so they kind of tell their own story. So then yeah. I like to, you know, uh, 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 complement that story with the, with the rounds that I put on them. Um, so yeah, for me, you know, early you talked about, um, you know, uh, 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 me, my my my. I mean, I like to think of myself really as. Um, at this point, is not even really having a style because I don't sound the same. Like it's crazy because the last one I put out was an EP called Chimera, which means the unachievable dream. And every you know the production was very lava lamp status. Everything was real like dreamy. Like every it was the production was really dreamy, and the flows were all very you know they were sparse types of flows. Like you know uh, all the rhyme structures and all the rhyme patterns were kind of you know esoteric. You know, like, uh, not even esoteric is the right word, but just ethereal maybe, just like, you know, but slow down cadence type stuff, you know what I mean? And, and more spaced out type stuff. And then when this, when and, you know, people obviously, you know, I'm, I'm still on the way to where I'm going. And, um, you know, so people are always picking up on, on me at different times, and it'll be the first thing they heard. And um, so when this, when this single came out, um, what you want from me, which the video is about to come out for, which is the lead daughter of the new record. I actually got a bunch of feedback from people that was like, yo, homeboy saying, man, you know, it's dope to hear you on some up-tempo-ish. It's dope that you could do that, too, which to me was crazy. Because if people were listening, if people were listening, like, I, you know, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say I've definitely gotten stronger. And, and early on in my career, you listen to my first record, I think you could definitely hear 
um, you know, the big pun, Eminem, and, you know, black, I think you, there's three dudes that really, this dude loves big pun, he loves Eminem, and he loves black thought, you know, like, okay. I was I was attacking joints more like them, I hadn't really come into my own, really, you know what I'm saying, and, um, but now, I, I mean, I, I say all that to say that I feel like now I don't really have a style, because I don't sound the same, because the beats don't sound the same, so me, I want to be an instrument, you know what I mean, I'm not... A different, and that's not to say there aren't some guys that definitely have a distinctive, consistent sound like Doom. I'm a huge Doom fan. I'm sorry I didn't bring him up earlier, because um, in my you know greatest, uh, when I was talking my greatest, because Doom sounds like Doom, but he's super duper ill, you know. Yeah. But me, um, I want to sound different every single time. I want to, I want to attack everything different. Does this, you know, what is this called for? I want to kind of take everything as it comes with melody and with cadence. I think that's, yeah, uh, you know, that's good. I feel like that definitely gives you more longevity, you know, it just as an afterthought. But it, if you don't have one style and you can switch it up with whatever music that you're that you're rhyming over, you know, it gives you more variety. It gives people something new to, to uh, wait for or to anticipate. And you'll never get played out. People won't be like, oh, okay, we've heard this already for a few years because everything you do will keep changing. And, you know, well, Rock Jim like, actually like said that. Rakim said that in an interview too. He said that when they asked him, you know, do you how do you write your rhymes or whatever, he said, I can't write until I hear the beat. I put a speaker in front of me, I play the new beats I'm listening to, and whatever the beat says to me, that's where I go with my song, you know? Word, so that's word that's up, one of yeah. the greatest with a, a very similar process. It sounds like whatever track you're inspired by is gonna inspire your, your song and your flow. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, 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 I wanna I want to ask you about um, the new label situation. When you first got signed to Stone's Throw not long ago, there was an immediate buzz in the industry. Heads were excited, and I think that they felt, at least I felt, that symbolized, you know, a great new partnership. People have respect for Stone's Throw as a label. They were happy to see you hear that you were making that move. You know, tell us how that deal came about, what it means to you in terms of the direction of your music, and how's it been working so far as you've been making this album since I to Stone's Throw? Um, so far I really have had nothing but uh a positive experience with it, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like I think that I think that uh that part of the response, you know, that, that people had, uh, part of the excitement stems from the fact that Stone's Throw is well known as being a lake that supports real artistry. They're not you know, you look at Stone Soul's roster and you got all types of different genres and within genres you have all different types of artists made with all different types of sounds it's not a label that is looking to take part in anything cookie cutter it's not a label that's looking to corral anybody you know and and, and lead right. them in any specific direction so um i think that people recognize that i mean knowing me i'm somebody who couldn't couldn't conform if i tried you know what i'm saying i would just have to i would just rather be dead and I think that people uh, uh, were excited because they were like, well, here's a place where, I mean, I looked at it, I'm very excited. And the way it's turned out is it's a place where, you know, these are allies, these are comrades. They believe in my music and they think it's dope. And they want to push it. Uh, you know, they have a rabid fan base nationally, internationally. Like it's so many more people that have access to my stuff and that my stuff is reaching, but I don't need to compromise my stuff at all. You know what I'm saying? Um which is uh, which is really it's a dream come true. I mean it's a it's a match made in heaven. I haven't 
you know, this is not to say, you know, I come up with all types of crazy ideas. And, um, you know, you listen to my new album, and it's Homeboy Sam, it's a Homeboy Salmon record. I, I do like to say Homeboy Salmon is, is, you know, every record is Homeboy Salmon like you've never heard him before, as usual. So while this one doesn't sound like any of the other things I put out, it is Homeboy Salmon in that um, I'm coming out of left field, I'm coming out of right field, I'm coming out of center field, you know what I'm saying? And I'm doing what I want, and I'm taking you through my head and my procedure, and it's not something that anybody but me could come up with. And, uh, you know, they they allow me to do that, man, and they, they, they nurture me and they encourage me and they, you know, they try to hook me up with resources that I need. I really don't have anything bad to say about it, man, to keep it real. Well, can you tell people a little bit about how they came about? Obviously, we know why they signed you, because you're dope. We know why you signed to them, because they are a label that's dope and allows you that freedom. But how exactly did that come about? Did they reach out to you? Did you know someone that knew them? Well, the way it actually it came it came up because uh, there's an artist on Stonestone named John Wayne, and he actually produced um, Unforgettable on my Subject Matter EP, and he also did two joints on my new EP. He did a joint called Not Really, and he did a joint called Rain, which is the first joint on the album. Shit, <laughs> Madden, that that song Serena's is dope. Shit, I love that joint. Oh, good looking out! Y'all heard that? Where y'all get that from? Yeah. Where's it at? How y'all get that, son? Uh, on the, on the Stone Throws uh, website. Roll that, roll that. Well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he made that beat. See, when I heard that beat, I just hopped out my seat. You know what I mean? But um, John Wayne, he actually signed to the label after me, but he uh, lives in Los Angeles and has been familiar with the cats in the office, and you know has known Peter Butter Wolf for a while. Um, so he knew everybody before me. And he was talking to Wolf one day and put Wolf on my ass. He knew about my he knew about my joints, but Wolf didn't know. Um, so then he introduced Wolf to my joints, man. So John Wayne, I got to look out for him whenever the opportunity arises. But um, after I began talking to Wolf, and it was really we started talking about me maybe hopping on some stuff with a brother named CX Kidtronics, who's a who's a Brooklyn brother and is like a punk artist, but you know punk hip hop. You know, um, some real dope stuff. He's going to put something out. His album, and it might come out in November. But um, if you listen to some of his production, he actually just produced a joint that me and Farrell Mantra on, which is crazy. And I'm not sure when that's going to come out. Wow, but, um, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, man, the joint is crazy. Yo, man, I got joints in the vault, man. Yo, Lars Professor just did this joint for me with Steve Arrington on the hook. You know, what? Steve Arrington, he's yo, son, is <laughs> crazy. I got joints in the vault. Cats ain't even aware of this, you know what I'm saying? Like this one is this these things are gonna come out, yo. But um but CX Tronics, a lot of his production is like kinda zany. And I, I guess, you know, perhaps there's not a lot of MCs or I I've shown that I have comfort over any different type of production, be it traditional boom bat, be it, you know, different time signatures, you know, I'm proficient kinda rhyming over anything. So right. that's what me and Wolf were first talking about, me maybe working with CX on his project a little bit as a feature or maybe just because, you know, I have aptitude of rapping over interesting production. And that wound up never even happening because I'm not on CX's album at all, even though that's my boy and he did do some joints. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's how me and Wolf started talking, man. And at that time I was working with Authentic RTNC, who produced The Miracle from Subject Matter and who also produced um, three joints off the new album. And... We were putting the album together, and I just started sending Wolf those joints. And those were really the joints 
that solidified the relationship. Nice. I want to talk to you about the name of the album because, um, I mean, obviously the name of the album is First of a Living Breed, and uh, it, it kind of reminds me of how uh, overused uh, the saying or, or, or title, Last of a Dying Breed, has been. You know, Luda's used it, Scarface, Jeezy, you know, originally, uh, I guess, Leonard Skinner used it. But um, what made you name the album First of a Living Breed, and, and what does that mean to you? Well, um, it is a play on that, and I get that a lot as um, as a dude who brings to the table a lot of the uh, a lot of the characteristics that were prominent, that were necessary, that were mandatory in the, in, in hip hop's inception. You know what I'm saying? You 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 had to be original and innovative in hip hop's inception. You had to be telling the truth in hip hop's inception. All this who's writing this person's rhymes, who's writing that person's rhymes. That stuff was called out immediately, and you were just blacklisted and couldn't show your face if you wasn't kicking your balls. Like, you needed to become in, uh, 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 you needed to become a cat stand with stuff people didn't sound like. You know what I mean? You, you needed, you needed to stand for things worth standing for. Like, hip-hop was about, shoot, we was listening to self-destruction the other day. Hip-hop was about the community. It was about the people. And that's not even to say that it was all about peace and love and happiness or whatever, because the community has always had highs, lows, ups, and downs, you know what I'm saying? But it was about what was really there. It wasn't about, you know, hip-hop is a big marketing tool now, you know, to streamline whatever liquor you're supposed to be talking about, whatever cause you're supposed to be talking about. Hip-hop, people talk about commercial hip-hop. They're not talking about hip-hop that's commercially successful. They're talking about hip-hop that is a commercial. Like if you was watching a Doritos commercial, it'd be motherfuckers sitting there eating Doritos. That's what commercial rap is. I was at this club using this phone, wearing these shoes. I drove there in this car to buy this booze to kick it to this chick that was rocking this. You know what I'm saying? This is commercial rap. And that's what it's, you know... It's, it's become part of the capitalist society in the United States of America that we in. But because I don't subscribe to that and I'm an artist and I'm a musician, I do get hit a lot with the, yo, you're the last of a dying breed. But I feel like that's a pessimistic point of view, and it's something that I don't agree with because I am seeing a change in the tide, you know what I mean, a change in the guard, and the tide is turning. And that first song, Rain, you know, this is what the whole album is about because the first song is Rain, and the hook goes, the, way, the rain isn't stuck on the way that it drops. The wave's going to welcome the rain. You know what I'm saying? And that's just calling people to the front. Like, yo, we about to sweep this away. We about to wash all this away. You know what I mean? And we need all, you know, people are sitting there concerned with, you know, I see artists getting caught up with all different types of stuff besides the art. You know, the rain isn't stuck on the way that it drops. The rain isn't stuck on, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to hold my album for three years or whatever. Take your craft and take your craft to the front. Take your craft to the front line, be it MCing, be it having a radio show, be it journalism, be it carpentry, be it whatever it is that's going for love. Bring it to the front right now because we need you, and the waves are going to welcome you to wash away all this garbage. And, and, and that's really what's taking place when I talk about Odyssey, when I talk about I Am Many and all these dudes. We, we, right. we, we're about to overtake all this. You know, who knows if the Mayans know about it when they talked about 2012? Who knows what this shift in energy was as you see things getting crazier, but you see people finally ready to fight and ready to, to die rather than be corny. You know what I mean? Because that's what we need to return to. We need to return to, you know, Native American, oh, you want to make us corny? You can just wipe us out because we ain't going out like that. You know, we need some 300, oh, you want to try and 
take our earth and water, you could just wipe us out because we ain't going out like that. And finally, cats is coming back to that. And But we the first to that living breed because that's new life. Because life is art that hasn't been done before. There ain't no life in a photocopy. There ain't no life in a formula. Life is innovation. Life is creativity. So, you know, I mean, it, I could go on and on with it. And, and you know, the songs in the the songs in the album pertain to that theme. Um, but, you know, that's that's what the album's about. You know, we uh, here at MCMI, you know, we have MCMI Radio, MCMI Records. We have the clothing line, all of that. And But, you know, the common theme and all of that is MCMI, you know, I am an MC, and we do this for people or or about people like you, because you got me amped right now. <laughs> you what know up? what I mean? It's, it's uh, you you are definitely an MC's MC, and uh, you know you, you bring so much passion and energy to what you do. You can't help but like it. Aside from the fact that the music is just insanely dope, you know what I mean? Still looking um, out, man. We that free. We that free. Definitely, we're definitely gonna add up. We're gonna add our uh, raindrops to the storm. You know what I mean? And this whole y'all already been adding the forward. Word up. Tell me more about this album, though. Like um, the uh, other producers you got on it, and um, tell me about the. I know you're working on the what you want from me, which is like we've played it probably three times over the past few weeks. It's, it's completely stuck in my head. I love that joint, but uh, tell me about, you know, the concept for the video or when we can expect that. Um, the video is finished now. We've already shot it. So um, it's, being, it's being edited right now, and the concept of it is um, it's actually uh, it's, it's real fun stuff, man. Pace Rivers did it. We also did not really video, not really video, which is also not out. We actually have four videos for this already done. We got Sputnik done, not really done, um, What You Want For Me done, and, and, uh, and uh, a couple bars done. But uh, the song is, is you know, I'm doing the best I can. You know, when I'm saying what you want from me, it's kind of like a dude would say, you know, you ask somebody, you know, do this, and you're kind of like, what you want from me? Be, am I not doing enough? Am I not trying as hard as I can? You know, I'm putting in my work. So in the in the, in the video, um, I'm in a bunch of different service industries. Like, I'm a tattoo, I'm a, t- I'm a tattoo, and I'm tattooing a girl, and I'm asking her what you want from me. You know, it's a bunch of different things where you ask people what you want from me. I'm a barber cutting hair. And I'm asking what you want from me as I'm cutting hair. I'm in an ice cream. They got me in an ice cream truck. They got me in the food truck. You know, I got a falafel <laughs> cart. I'm at a fruit stand. I'm in a bike shop. But just all these different things, these service industries where you're giving and, you you know, you're helping and you ask people what you want from me. Um, and, you know, that's how you make a good video, man. Dope ideas. It's not about the super effects. It's about the good freaking ideas. We 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 we've had to do it. we've had to do it we've had to do it low budget for long enough now, man. When we get a budget, it'll probably throw us off. <laughs> right? Nah, you'll just be creative in a more expensive way, <laughs> especially if you're spending someone else's money. You know? Yeah. Well, we had a little for this, and it was crazy. Like, you know, because we we had these locations, and we had a little to give to the locations for helping. But I, you know, I couldn't even break my old ways. I still was, you know, like yo. You know, trying to get everything for free. If it looked like we couldn't get it, I'd be like, "Ah, right, we got a little. When we really have a little, a little more, we'll have this dollar." So that's gonna come out, and then we got a, you know, production from J Fifty Seven, production for Two Hungry Bros, Odyssey, John Wayne, Howard Lloyd, Authentic RTNC. Oh no, Oh no, got the title track, which is once I heard this title track, first of a living breed, yo, it pretty much breaks it all down. Um, who else is on there? Uh, shoot, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting a couple of people. I'm sure, but. 
for now, let's let's actually hit him with some music. We've been talking about this album. The old music is great. The, this new album dropping is phenomenal. So we're going to play a few cuts off of it, and we're going to end it off like that with the good music. Before we go, um, if you could just answer me this one question. You talked about uh, different things that, that people stand for. In one sentence, what does Homeboy Sandman stand for? Uh, what is he about? I want to say. I want to say. I want to say one word. I mean, in one word, it would really just be truth. It would just be honesty. And sometimes truth looks good. Sometimes it looks bad. But it's always truth, man. It's always the right thing. You know, truth. The truth will set you free, man. You know, it might hurt. Or it might feel good. But you know, I, I think about honesty. I think about integrity. I don't think about. It's not about being perfect. You know what I'm saying? I obviously no. You know, I. I'm not perfect, and probably nobody is, or maybe nobody is. But um, but if you're yourself and you're truthful, that's acceptable. That's what you, you know, that's enough. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would say truth, man. The truth is in these records. You can feel it. There you go. The album drops Tuesday. Hit them with the Twitter, the website, any other information you need. com, stonesaw.com. Actually, I'm on Facebook, facebook.com slash homeboysandman, fan page. Tell you stuff there. Um, I'm not the most technological brother, but on the Facebook, you could, you know, check out what's cooking. There you have it. MCMI Radio, Real Hip Hop, Real Talk, GMS, Allah Blitzkrieg, Homeboy Sandman, thank you for having you. We really appreciate the uh, on-the-road interview. No and, question, uh, man. Peace and love to y'all, man. Thanks a lot for having me, man. Thanks a lot for representing. No doubt. We're going to let you get on with your live shows out there. We're going to... MCMI Radio, Real Hip Hop, Real Talk. This is your host, GMS. Uh, we're on the phone with Kosha Dills. We just played a couple yes, of his joints. His, his newest single, Nationally Rolling. And uh, yes. Rolling, right? There's no G on the end of that. Rolling, right? no G. Uh, it's Nationally Rolling. We rolling. <laughs> sorry, man. I'm just being very white right now. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're on that real backpack, lyrical, lyrical, lyrical hip hop. Hosting. It's it's funny sometimes when uh, as an MC if I'm rhyming you know I'm really uh, you know my my English goes to hell and I'm just like I'm in the moment and I'm just in the vernacular but then right. when I'm hosting when I, when I'm trying to host a show or interview someone or, or do something official I get this voice which tries to make me sound very professional like you're at a job interview and you want to speak correctly so sometimes that happens but uh, yeah so tell us about this BET cipher now how did how do you get in that like how does that go down they reach out to um, Well, it's an invite thing. So anyone you see up there, they didn't buy their way in. They didn't sneak their way in. They didn't connive their way in. They were all invited. That's good to know. I'm sure people wonder like, about that. Fuck this dude. They suck. You know? Right. You ain't been in the game long enough. Or if you have, I just didn't invite you, and it's not that you're a bad rapper or anything. It's just that you didn't get invited, and you weren't in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I guess they you know didn't have you on their mind at that time. So uh, the people Rizzo that are on there. Out. Right. Rizzo had the film coming out, and he was doing work with Rock the Bells. And I was at all the Rock the Bells because they go all the time. Because I played pay dues, so I go there. I support murders. You know what I mean? I, he invited me to, like, I want to be part of Rock the Bells. I think it's the most um, 
quintessential. Is that I mean the words like event of our time for any hip hoppers like every year it's like sleepaway camp for rappers you know what I mean like you should be there you have to yeah. be there you know and this year you know I was in the LA ones I went to hang and then I went to uh, the New Jersey one and I played in the New Jersey one and I was with RZA and he was telling me about it. we were just rapping I was rapping with some of his homies and uh, so and here's the recipe you know? here's the recipe for those artists out there you know, who don't have a major label backing them, and they, but they're still seeking to get invited and get involved in these big media events like the BEC Cypher. Have some dope songs out buzzing right now. Have some really good videos that are going to get a lot of views. Um, go on tour with some members of Wu-Tang. And uh, yeah, just yeah. make make sure that you and, yeah, and be at Rock the Bells every year. You know what I'm saying? And make sure your your name is out there so that you're on people's minds when they're like, who should we get for the cipher this year? You know? But no, but like even so, like you're not even like like where they happen to be hosting one. I mean, um, he didn't tell me that it was guaranteed, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go. You know, and and when I showed up, everyone knew me there. All the camera people knew who I was from the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. No doubt. Figure, you know. So I was like, wow. It's like, damn, everyone knows, you know what I mean? So it was just kind of like, and I knew people there from L.A. from, like, rocking with, like, bands, like Israeli bands that were doing the film work and stuff there and production, um, you know. So it was just uh, really interesting. And in, in, the, in a sense, it was like a bunch of people I knew. Well, you're good at uh, ciphers. You're good at ciphers. You can freestyle. You're you're very personable with the crowd uh, if it's a live show type situation. Um, so, you know, I, I remember the Lyricist Lounge uh, cipher that was like a, a year ago at one of the reunions. That's when uh, you actually invited me to get down and be a part of your, your segment um, with with you and Terminology and myself. And you, you were killing it that night. You flipped it in some different languages. You went to Spanish. Uh, you went to – did you go to Hebrew or Yiddish? Um, you, you flipped one of those. Yeah. I love so, you, you know, that. And the crowd I mean, dug it, even though they didn't know what you were saying. They were like, yo, that's ill, you know? That's what I did on the BET side, where I rapped in Hebrew. You know right. what I mean? I, I try to separate myself and be dope from the rest. I'm not going to be better than Kendrick Lamar. I accept that. But, you know right. what I mean? I'm going to be as good as I could be in my own right. That they will be like, you know what? You are dope. You did that's kill what it. you got to do. Did and, you kick uh, uh, a written? Did you kick a, a, a verse, or did you freestyle, or did you do a little of each? The only one that ever really freestyled during that is uh, KRS, because okay. they have to edit it, you know what I'm saying, with all the, uh, they have to edit it, you know what I mean, okay. with, like, all these different angles from million-dollar cameras and shit, so, not million-dollar cameras, but oh, expensive they, cameras. They need the timing to be a certain way, I guess, so they can't just go off the top. they not got to have it exact. So that's cool. So, I mean, you're happy with what you, you spit. Uh, apparently, a lot of people are uh, commenting on it. I would and, think um, I could do better. I would okay. think I could do better, but don't we all? Yeah, you've got to be your own worst critic or else you can't see, find ways to improve yeah, exactly. yourself. I thought constantly. we was allowed to freestyle. When I went there, I realized it wasn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't realize it was like, this is dumb. You can't be freestyle. Right. Like, it's not going to make sense because they're not going to just look at you straight on one camera vision. It's like a music video. Right. Yes. I mean, you watch it for yourself. You'll see all the angles, you know? Cool. We're going to throw that up on the site if it's not up there already. Uh, I'm going to blog that, that site. Who's in the cipher with you Which in your cipher? Uh, me, me, Boy Jones, and uh, Cora Masson. Okay. 
so we'll definitely put that up. Um, any other uh, new projects, new um, yeah, it's working on some shows stuff with Belief. Um, I'm trying to do this thing called Revenge of the Eight, where I'm just putting out a bunch of eight-song EPs. Eight has a real cool significance to me in Gematria, and my birthday is, and numerology is Gematria and, and Judaism, and it's, like, real powerful because eight is, like, there's seven days in a week. The eight sideways is infinity, and it's a miracle number. It's, like, represents eight days of Passover, eight days of Hanukkah. There's always these miracles that happen. Wow. And I consider my career... <laughs> a miracle, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like come on, well, I mean, you know I me. Mean? I used to get stunned at rap battles. I mean, I didn't get stunned completely, but like, you know, I was a slow, slow learner. You know what I mean? But it's slow and steady wins the race. You know, it's a marathon. People told me out here. You know what I mean? Yep. Rockin came up to me at the BET Awards, and I was front row at the awards, and he saw my verse, and he was like, "He dropped some gems." He's like, "You're dope," you know? I heard what. Likes my name, and you know, Anthony Anderson came up to me, a comedian. And I mean, you know, it was cool, it was a cool experience, man. I got to walk the red carpet. I mean, there's a lot of uh, you know, I realized that uh, we're not too far away from those other dudes that got deals, you know what I mean? It's just they got someone that gave them a loan with a bad return, <laughs> and they owe a lot of money, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and listen, you know, my credit's good enough that I could take out my own loan, you know, but you know, I'm talking I have gained a lot of interest and uh from, so from labels you, and you, stuff and and you know regards to that I'll still be out in New York with my box of CDs at a show if people want to buy some stuff after the show you know when you put out your music uh do you have a label is it your label or do you have a label that you put stuff yeah, out I on I have my own squad that I hire and stuff you know I have Team Kosha you know that's just my own stuff you know but uh, I do a lot of distribution deals on, on the uh, internet and iTunes and stuff like that. And it's a constant flow, man. People find out about me. I have people from all over. Right now, it's more about getting an agent and a talk with a bunch of agents, and it's nice. You know what I mean? MCMI Radio sounds like he's uh, backstage at the, uh, the sound check over here. I swear, sound check. It's all good. It's all good. So listen, it sounds like you got to handle business. So we're gonna let you get back to that part. Let everyone know like your how they can get in touch with you. Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, man. At Kosha Dills, K-O-S-H-A-D-I-L-L-Z. Um, you know, hit me up. Hit all my peoples up. Uh, team Get Fresh. You know, Pop Get Fresh. It's my barber, my fucking brander. Uh, super good music. Um, you know, hit up Ray's walls. Tell them. Almost tough, you know. That's my that's my brethren right there. I mean, I know I'm just going. Shout out to him. Now I'm like rapping again. Like after I did the BT cipher, I want to rap. You know, what I mean, I'm like, oh, people ask you, what do you do? Are you a musician? I'm like, oh, I'm a vocalist. I rap. <laughs> I do taxes. You know, what I mean, it's I cool. Rap. I'm a rapper. I'm, a, you know, what I mean, and I deal with all different kinds, rabbis, everybody. I'm like, I rap. You know, <laughs> like there's not many people with me in my profession in my genre of what I do. But you know what? Stick to the core roots, stick to that bragging rights mentality and New York City flow and just try to bring it everywhere else in the world and hope they get it, you know? Yeah, well, I think your your, your heart's in the right place. Your music's going in a good direction. And, uh, you know, just continue doing your thing. And uh, more of these miracles will be in your near future, you know? Yeah. So I appreciate you, uh, taking, appreciate you taking time out to call us up. Uh, mm. We're going to go into some music. You know what? I'm going to play a cut off of the soundtrack of um, the Iron Fist. 
joint. There is a uh, man with the iron fist. Mm-hmm. So cool. we'll be back in a little while. Peace out to Kosha Pills. We'll be, be on the next soundtrack, this. so you'll have to worry yeah, about that. Yeah, that would be hot. That would be great. <laughs> All right, man. All right, bro. Uh, have a good one. Peace. You're listening to the best of MCMI Radio. Real hip hop, real talk. MCMI, Are we on the air? Yes, sir. We are on the air. Is that what they say on the radio still? Are we on the air? Or do they say, are we online? Are we online? Are we. Do we have Wi Fi? I don't know. Whatever you yeah. call. Are we live? What's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> of course we're live. <laughs> so it's MCMI Radio, Friday night. Yes, sir. Friday night. MCMI. It's on us to like make sure that, that you know, the generations after us know. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It is what it is. MCMI Radio. Real hip hop, real talk. Sickening with the shit I spit. Book an eco 
once again, this is the best of MCMI Radio. We are not live, so do not call us this week. Please hang up and try your call again. Please hang up. This is a recording. Son of a bitch! bitch. Asshole. You bitch. bitch. I'm calling you an asshole because that's what you are, an asshole. We will be back live again next week, Fridays, mcmireport.com. What?
what you want from me. Yo, it's your boy DJ Enough Big Spanish, and you're checking out Brooklyn's finest GMS. GMS. MCMIReport.com. Sex and race, because they are easy, visible differences, have been the primary ways of organizing human beings into superior and inferior groups and into the cheap labor on which this system still depends. We want one thing. We declare our rank on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rest of a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence by My radio, Real Hip Hop, Real Talk is your host, GMS. That's it for overtime for this week. You just heard the joint Freedom by Chords Cordero. 
That's going to be our guest next weekend, next Friday, November 2nd, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. So tune in again next week. Um, You just heard him. You might be wondering, but gee, it's a hip-hop show, isn't it? Why are you having a singer come on the show, Quartz Cordero? Okay, because he's an MC. He um, MCs. He also sings. Sometimes just on a chorus, but on that particular joint, he just he just went in. He just felt like just singing that whole joint. That's how nice he is, you know. And he's nice with the rhymes as well. Sometimes he does like a combination where he's rhyming, but then on the other tracks he's harmonizing with what he's rhyming. The same words. It's L. I can't explain it. So tune in next week. We'll be playing a lot of his stuff. He's got a new EP coming out uh, next week. Tune in MCMIReport.com is where you can find all the archive radio shows. You can hear the overtime, everything that goes past two hours. You'll hear us sometimes it's just like 45 minutes overtime. This week I gave you like a quick 15 minute mix. You can follow us on Twitter at MCMIReport. You can hit me up at, at GMS underscore MCMI. it for this week tune in next week MCMI Radio Real Hip Hop Real Talk Yeah, yeah, yeah.